0: shot podcast episode 50
1: mike vrabel i think wore 50
0: <laughs> mike vrabel episode how about it legendary coach legendary <laughs> yes championship weekend in the books uh, not not a great one for the deep shot podcast to say the least we're going to talk about all the games in just a second but <sighs> the most important thing is the playoff is set bama one michigan two georgia three and old Cincinnati got all in there in four. Just initial reaction. Is that how you thought the rankings were going to be?
1: I thought that they wouldn't pit Georgia and Bama against each other for the semifinal game. So I thought that matchup was going to happen regardless. I didn't know who was going to be one and three, and I didn't know or one and four. I didn't know who was going to be two and three. Feeling I had a feeling that Bama was going to play Michigan. Here we are. Thank God, That's Notre it. Dame did not get in. That's all I got to say. Yeah. So glad um, none of those bad teams got in. Like, I, it's honestly a relief that. I mean, looking back on it, Bama won because if they would have lost, Notre Dame would have been the four seed.
0: Yeah, which exactly. I, mean, I
1: guess that would have been good for UGA fans, right? But
0: yeah, exactly. With Oklahoma State falling, so let's let's just talk about them. Let's go ahead and just talk about the SEC championship. Get it out of the way. Um, we had a day out there. In Atlanta, we did. Yeah. We got there early. ESPN was a little terrified of us. I mean, I've I've never seen so much uh, so much terror in one man's eyes when he saw my deep shot sports sign. Um, he just couldn't let me have it. Refused to believe that we've ever done it before. But anyway, and we improvised. Shout out Home Depot. Maybe it'll be a sponsor one day because they let the deep shot sports sign roll out, ride. We got behind Kirk. We did what we needed to do. Made a lot of videos. Had a lot of fun out there. And then we went out, started drinking started watching the game and things were going good uh for the first quarter i mean we were up 10 nothing i was fully uh embracing everything that was about to happen i had you know was ready to go crazy you know like i was ready to have the night of my life uh, be the number one team in the country finally beat alabama and then all of a sudden Georgia decided we just we're not gonna get any pressure on bryce young we're not gonna even put him in any side of a situation we're going to give him all day to throw and he dices up i mean i if we're just going to start breaking down this game two major things right one the defense just looked like a shell themselves i mean that was absolutely terrible i think uh i saw where bryce young 286 passing yards was the most ever in the first half of an sec championship game and this is against the defense that literally last episode we were raving about You know, could be best team of all time, best defense of all time, and that just went right out the window. Like that, just that doesn't happen if you're the best defense of all time. The two big plays were were the 75 yard little post to Mechie that he took, or Williams, whoever took it. That just hasn't happened on us all year. You can't give up big plays, and then that bomb. I think it was in the second half where he just had Mm -hmm. all day to throw and absolutely let it rip. Uh Uh, Bryce Young tore us up, and Bryce Young probably won the Heisman Saturday. Easily, and for Stetson Bennett on the other side. Look, I'm not here to say that game was Stetson's fault. I think realistically, I mean, if we scored, we scored 24 points, right? If we scored, we every other game we played this year that wins us the game. And honestly, going into that game, I would have thought 24 points would win us the game. Did not think Alabama was going to be able to do what they did. But we, I mean, no type of pressure. We didn't sack them at all. We didn't get to him at all. I've said Bryce Young is good. Uh, last week I was trying to de- ground, uh, degrade him a little bit. He obviously heard. And just Nick Saban coaching Kirby Smart once again. I think that's now seven, six, seven times in a row uh, Bama's we- beating us. Um, so it was the same old, same old. Stetson Bennett, uh, getting back to him, he he wasn't the reason we lost. But, I mean, a pick six when we're trying to get back into the game doesn't really help. And the throw- the pick he threw in the red zone, I mean, you can't do that either, you know, especially after a fourth down and maybe there's some situations where i'm starting to think maybe we should took some points at some point but i also i'm also not that crazy confident in our kicker um so just looking back at the game it was their guys were better than us i mean Alabama played the best game of football they played all year i mean they they were locked in they were focused and they they didn't put their foot off the gas and yeah and, and that's that's how it went down it was it was pretty brutal to watch if anybody follows instagram uh they saw my post after everything's still in front of the dogs but I don't know and now a lot of people are saying you know now that all the JT talks coming now that we finally lost the game um, I'm, I'm here to say I'm not opposed I've been wanting JT to play all year I, I still think you know Stetson does great things he fires me up when he had that feature and you know he makes plays on the ground he, he does some cool good stuff I'm not I'm not here to say that I, I'm here to say though that you know you're, you're we can't throw two interceptions against Alabama and win the game. And I don't know. I'm not saying JT, blah, blah, blah. Who knows what he's looking like. But And last thing, and before I let you talk, didn't get the ball to Pickens enough. I mean, we had that huge 40-yard pass to George Pickens in the first half uh, that really started firing me up, thinking, okay, we're going to him all game. We went to Brock Bowers as much as we needed to. He's an absolute beast. The Pickens should have got the ball more. Uh, maybe – uh, especially on that one play where he had the one-on-one to the outside in the end zone, you got to put that ball in his hands. You got to. One thing about JT, just I keep talking about this, but one thing about JT is I remember last year he said, "Why would I not throw it up to when I got George picking on this team? Why would I not give him the ball?" You know. So there a lot of things going into it. Defense played bad. Quarterback play wasn't great. Didn't get the ball to our weapons enough, um, and honestly didn't run the football like we sh- we should have. Just overall, I've you know I've, I just said it a minute ago. I'll say it again. Just out coached, outplayed physical everything about they did everything they did was better than what we did
1: yeah it was almost is this really happening for bryce young to do that in the first half and even still after that georgia was still in the game even after all that that bad first half i'm um, with you let's cover okay let's talk about stetson first things first i'm gonna come out and say this i think stetson should start the the next two games if they are afforded More than one. I don't see any reason why in a month's time, you know, JT could maybe be better than him in a month. Uh, To be honest with you, I'm sure JT's probably been better than him for a while now, but Stetson hasn't lost a game and you don't pull a guy that doesn't lose. Okay. Now he's lost and those two interceptions are probably the nails in the coffin, right? Because you're talking about taking a field goal. And a 14-point swing on the pick six, and that's your ball game. You know, I mean, if Georgia wins off of that. That's 17 points, and that's what they lost by, right? So you know, that's crucial. His QBR was still above average. Stat line: if y'all want it, 29 for 48, 340, three touchdowns, two interceptions. And I'm not going to put this all in Stetson Bennett either because Georgia did not run the ball good. Like he, he, Stetson Bennett should not have to throw the ball 48 times in a game, but if he does he better throw the damn ball to George Pickens at least 10 times. I, I don't I don't understand that. I really don't, especially when he gets rolling early and you're like, oh, shit, it's going to be Brock Powers, George Pickens show all day long. And they just don't go back to him. And I don't know if that's circumstance of play calling or if that's game planning or – just how things go down on the field. The main thing blew my mind out of this whole game, and we talked about their defense all the way leading up. And Alabama scored on Georgia in one game. What they've given half of what they've given up all year, All right. And Jamison Williams, holy shit, dude! Like I, th- I knew he was good. I knew he was fast. He might be faster than Henry Rooks. Like he, he burned. The entire defense. I I don't think I've seen anybody just track me on UGA's defense in a while. We're talking about the defense supposed to be like on the on the post that he called over the middle and he just ran by the safety. That safety runs a four three nine or a four four one, something like that. Like that's burning speed. I don't know, man. Just at the end of the day, you gotta do something. Bryce Young struggles against teams that get to him. You talk about LSU game, you talk about Auburn. Auburn had seven sacks last week. Georgia has zero this week. Yeah. Zero. It's mind blowing to me, honestly. And uh, there's just so many. Just every time Georgia had a chance to make a play, they didn't. Bryce Young's fumble would have been huge. Recover. That's exactly huge play. Huge play in the game. That was right before half. Huge play. Absolutely huge play. You know, there's just so many questions I have for Georgia. Like defensively, they usually do a lot of exotic stuff on defense in terms of how to get to the quarterback and where are they blitzing from and this and that. You saw none of that this game. They look like, I mean, I told you in the middle of the game, G, it looks like they're doing the same thing every play and expecting something different to happen.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly.
1: And they got carved up. They never changed. I was talking to some of the coaches that I work with, and they, you know, they all watch the game, of course. One of them is under suspicion that Kirby knew, all right, get this Kirby knew he was going to have to play Alabama again. So he didn't, he knew he was in the playoff. He knew he was, he was fine with whoever else he had to play because I think he knows he has the, probably the best team or the second best team still in, but he didn't want to show that much Alabama now. That's crazy because you you're gonna knock them out you knock them out, you're done with them, Right. On the same token, I feel like what happened was Kirby thought shit Auburn got there with five people last week and sacked them seven times. Shirley, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, N'Kobe Dean, some of these guys, Nolan Smith, they're gonna get home at some point and they just never did.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, an offensive line that we were literally degrading all last week.
1: Right, yeah, and they just turn it around and handle everything. Now, I will say, all right, looking forward, Alabama lost their second-best receiver this week. Mechie was doing the damn thing before he got hurt. I mean, he was on track mm-hmm. for a 200-yard game as well. He's done. You wanted to see him again, and it really feels like Alabama's become – Two-dimensional offense. Is Bryce Young thrown it to uh, Williams, and maybe Robinson can run for sixty yards. Maybe. I mean, that's just kind of what I'm getting. I don't know. I don't know what to say about UGA other than they have. You know, they've lost before in situations like this. For example, in I think it was seventeen or sixteen when they made that Rose Bowl run, they got smoked by Auburn on the road. Completely different team after that. Maybe this wakes him up. And Kirby even said it. He said this reinvigorates our energy, and I hope it does because Georgia's not going to get a better chance to win this thing than this year. They're just not.
0: This is it. I mean, we got a whole month to sit back, wait, see what's going to happen. But, yeah, I mean, James Cook, 11 carries for 38 yards. That's disappointing. That is. But I did say – I looked at you during the game, or I said it to somebody during the game, and I was just like, well, we're going to have to keep throwing it because – for one, we were getting a few. And this is where uh, I really wish pass interference was a spot foul in college football as well. Uh, because, I mean, we had a ton be. of deep balls that Alabama was just holding on. And while I, so I kept saying, we just got to keep going deep. We got to do something to rev it up. They they were committed to stopping our run, committed to making Setson Bennett throw the ball, which why wouldn't you? And it just, we didn't get it done. We didn't get a turnover. We didn't do anything. I mean, we held the ball. I mean, we won time of possession. Had more first downs, everything. But, I mean, they, at the end of the day, they got it done. I mean, it's Alabama. You know, it's, I looked at U.S. said it's nothing new. Um, and they. I mean, they've got a lot of playmakers. Their quarterback's probably the best one. Who won
1: the Heisman this week? You know, it's just shocking to me that, like, a couple of these people on Georgia's offense, like, they were just no-shows this week. Like, okay, Bowers had a day. We know that. And for him to be a freshman is crazy enough. Pickens should have had a better day. I don't know whose fault that is, but it's somebody's. Um, Burton uh, McConkey had a good play. Where is Kyous Jackson? Where is Darnell Washington? Where is James Cook in the passing game? Like, where is all this stuff at? We're mm-hmm. supposed to be a multi-dimensional offense that averages seven yards a play and scores fifty points a game. That just disappeared all of a sudden when Alabama shows up. I mean, they could not run the ball to say they're their lives. They couldn't. It was and They owed owe Stetson more than 100 yards rushing in a game. Mm-hmm. On the same token, though, you know, Alabama did the same thing. I mean, it's just a little bit minor plays separate these two. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean,
0: like you said, yeah, Darnell Washington, we saw him in the – he had the first touchdown of the game. And then it yep. seemed like we didn't go back to
1: Yeah. No, he, he did not have another catch the whole game.
0: We'll, well, we'll regroup. Let's get on to the Big 12 championship. This was the noon game. This game pretty pretty crazy. I mean, Baylor dom- seemed like they dominated the whole first half. Oklahoma State's quarterback had four interceptions in this game, um, and they still were one yard away from winning this game. Uh, basically, it came down to Oklahoma State's defense really stepped it up in the second half, didn't allow any points. Right? Oklahoma State's offense, on the other hand, I I don't know who I I don't know whose idea it is to just not pound the fucking ball with your quarterback at the one yard line, really the half yard line. Yeah. Uh, Four times in a row. I mean it because before that goal line stand, and I'm looking at the video now. If they're running back trying to you know reach over the goal line, they had a possession before where they kicked. They decided to kick a field goal, and it's the same thing. I mean they were at the one and were stuffed, and I I think they were trying so hard to be so cute and. I will admit they were able to run the ball on that on those final few drives. I mean, they were able to run the ball pretty efficiently during those final drives. Get a little draw, like a little seven, six yards carry. They were doing that, but I mean, if if a team's already stuffed you once, I mean, and and especially if you're going to sit back in the shotgun and give them five extra yards to stop you, I just never understood that. I really think Oklahoma State should have won this game, and they just were some, I mean, terrible play calling away from winning this game. I mean. Yeah, literally, that's all it is. Like they, 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 they threw four interceptions. They, I mean, I think Oklahoma State was a better team. I mean, obviously, because I mean they, they tried to lose this game so many times, and they did. But they still should have won. And I just, I mean, Baylor only had fifteen first downs. They didn't even get to two hundred fifty yards of total offense. I mean, Oklahoma State's defense did everything they could. It, it, Oklahoma State blew it.
1: They, I mean, they really blew it. They one thousand percent blew it. I'm watching these last four plays again, and what in the world are they thinking? But they're going to go to the same play twice in a row. Don't get it. This is following a P.I. call in the end zone, by the way. That that was also kind of a wild finish. That gave them a first. But they're going to try and stuff the ball twice. No quarterback sneaks ever thought of. Like you said, man, Oklahoma State is way better than Baylor. I don't think it's close. I really don't. They are four turnovers and two goal line stuffs away from probably, you know, like— even if you score those last two drives, you get touchdowns on the one instead of kicking a field goal and not getting anything. I mean, that's an 11-point swing, and they lost by five, right? And just the sequencing of that last drive, I mean, we're all, all going to be so critical of the big moments. You know, hindsight's always twenty-twenty, but you go in, inside run, inside run, no quarterback sneak, and then on third down from the one-yard line, you go play-action pass.
0: With a On quarterback that's turned four interceptions.
1: With a guy that's already turned the ball over a ton, and we know, we everybody that watches college football knows he's not that great. He's just got them by with a good defense. You know, that's just how it turns out. Oklahoma State probably wouldn't have got it in the playoff either way, I don't think. Yeah. I'd even still. Also, let's talk about this. The quarterback that threw four interceptions was also Oklahoma State's leading rusher that game.
0: Yeah. What? Which which when I was just looking at the stats earlier, I didn't understand because I really they were running the ball on that last few drives, it seemed like the running back was getting like six, seven yards carry. That that kind of blows my mind. I mean they're running back in thirty-one yards, and it seemed like, it seemed like you got all thirty-one on that final drive. I mean, that's what I, I'm a Literally, by he that might one.
1: have, honestly. Mm-hmm. But whatever happens, Oklahoma State, good year for them, good run for them. You know, Mike Gundy is like the only other coach, other than Dabo and Nick Saban, to have like eight 10 win seasons in the last ten years or something like that. Like he's had the most ten win seasons since 2010, other than Dabo and Nick Saban. So right. you know, hats off to the mullet. Hope he's back next year. Hope they get a better quarterback or he gets better, because he was a. If, it, if they struggled in any game this year, it was usually his fault.
0: He got 18 of those 31 yards on the final drive. <laughs> That's funny. That's wild, man. All right, but Baylor pulled it off. Big 12 champs. How about mm-hmm. it? How about it? First A-0 ever. Robinson? Really? First time they ever won it? Yep, first time they've won a Big 12. How about it? Congrats to them. Michigan, Iowa. Beat never down. a game. Beat down. Yeah, never a game.
1: They really kind of ran the score up right at the end, though. Like, it was 28-3, and they scored – two touchdowns in the last like 4 minutes by throwing the ball which some Iowa fans are pissed off about they kind of kind of ran up the score but you no know, really physical game Iowa tried to do what they do and if you've watched Iowa all year long what they do is is they try and run the ball run the ball run the ball get three points when you get zero get a touchdown here and there score 20 points you know a touchdown and four field goals it's kind of their formula and they're gonna get a turnover or two more than you, and they're gonna punt the ball really deep. What ended up happening was Michigan just came out and started lighting their ass up. You know, they ran a trick play early on the game that really gashed them. There's just a couple situations in that game where Iowa could have, you know, done something different. And like we say, hindsight's twenty twenty. But the quarterbacks, Petras, whew, I mean, that dude is garbage. He didn't even complete ten balls that game. Yeah, he's bad. No. I mean, I think we all sh- I,
0: look. We gave out some, you know, tough picks. I will say, um, you know, all going in on, on Georgia and stuff like that. But I mean, I I mean, I think we all nailed. It. I mean, I don't know if we all went with Michigan. I think we did. But I mean, this was. I thought this was the easiest. I mean, Iowa, yeah, week seven, sure they were. Iowa was cool. But, That's I mean, right. I, when they were
1: like I mean, number three in the country.
0: Yeah, I think we all knew though. You know, like this was.
1: Oh yeah. No,
0: This was I mean, they I mean Michigan after watching what they did to Iowa State, I mean they were just I mean, they're just a way better football team. Iowa just doesn't have anybody, anybody close to what Michigan has and they were on a mission. I mean Michigan Michigan really realistically didn't do anything crazy. I mean their quarterback only threw for hundred and sixty nine yards. They ran the ball consist they ran the ball thirty four times, but I mean their leader rusher, Blake Corum, only had five carries for seventy four yards. I mean, they were just being physical. What doing what they do, you know? I, I, I playing good defense. I was n- not a good football team. Oh, and by the way, Iowa had a backup quarterback come in, complete ten passes for thirty. Mm, wow. About it, but no, that game was. I thought that game was over before it started. Never thought Iowa. Pretty would be
1: much. Searching. I mean, you. The line was huge. We knew Michigan was going to be, it was just whether to be, were they covering or not, man. Easily. What I didn't expect is Michigan to score 42. I mean, I thought, you know, 28, 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, this was a complete smoke show.
0: Oregon, Utah. Another Congrats one. Another one. Smoke show. I, You know, me and Jake were on Oregon. You were on the Utah train. You you you'd let us know. Yeah, Oregon just, at the end of the day, Utah's just a better football team. I mean, this. I think so, too. I mean, Oregon, Oregon came we,
1: out really flat. They yeah, like, started horribly.
0: Yeah, I mean, only 220 yards on the ground. They threw a pick six in the first quarter. To really, I mean, they they couldn't do anything. They could not do anything. pac football. Utah, Utah's going to the Rose Bowl. Good for them. Um, yeah, awesome and, for them. Oregon lost their just lost their coach and lost this tough scene for the Ducks after that big. It, it's crazy to think, you know, Oregon was sitting at the top of the world, you know, in the playoffs, getting all that respect and Utah just destroyed them. And you got to think, I mean, if Utah doesn't lose to who? BYU and San Diego Diego State.
1: State, Yeah, in overtime. It was a good football team, man. I think they just had to sort it out. And also, those two games that they lost were with a quarterback that's not even on the team anymore. Like, he was a starter at that point. He actually got benched, and I don't think they've lost since. So, was
0: that, who was that? Was that Jake Bentley? uh,
1: Was it not? No, no, just Charlie Brewer. It was Charlie Brewer. Jake Bentley played for last year. Yeah. Yeah, Charlie Brewer. The old, Taylor quarterback man he lost out bad both of his teams that he used to play for both won conference championships this week he, he yeah. went over too how about that that this game was just about over before it started like it kind of started out kind of slow and Utah went down and scored and then I told y'all man I don't believe in Anthony Brown dude threw a pick six right off the rip in the first quarter I mean he had some ugly interceptions they were Really ugly. I think he turned the ball over more than just the two picks. I want to say he fumbled, too. He just did not play good. He's All year long, to me, he's just been iffy in the past game. Wasn't able to run the ball that well either. And I don't know, man. I mean, his QBR of this game was seven. <laughs> just to give you an idea of how good he was. Utah playing motivated. Listen, man, they, they just had something about them all year long. They just had to figure it out. Had something to Kyle Winningham. There are actually rumors that he might retire after this uh, Rose Bowl that is out there at the moment. He's getting a little older, I guess. But it's hard to beat a team twice, and they damn sure did it, and they beat Oregon twice, of all people, too. Yeah, they
0: beat the shit out of them, too. But yeah, it no was never was. close. Never close. All right, Wake Pitt. That was a nightcap. This game was cl- 24-21 at halftime and uh then all of a sudden just did nothing off the offense the over didn't hit all we needed was wake to score one freaking touchdown over what it hit in the second half can he pick it how about that fake slide i mean what yeah what do you what do you think uh,
1: about that do you think it, it should be outlawed or what no i mean
0: look you know what's crazy is no cap my buddy uh alec hopkins shout out alec hopkins he we were watching thursday night football together the other night and we were I I had said something about where I always thought it would be I always wanted to see a quarterback like fake run out of bounds like act like he's got to run out and then just kind of cut up field see if he can get you know do something crazy and then he literally said like oh I want to see somebody like fake slot and I was like I don't think that." and I literally said in the moment I was like I don't even think that would work like how you're going feet first like I feel like you you can't like fake that well Kenny Pickett sure did it and he and it was it was pretty crazy to watch no i don't think it should be outlawed. i mean i saw where like uh, ryan clark was talking about how that's like a targeting penalty waiting to happen and blah blah blah. but i mean i mean at that point if you're going i guess in a way because you're saying what like now you're giving you're telling yourself you're defenseless and then you're not defenseless because you're gonna keep running right maybe, right but i don't know No, i think you know if the defense can do this and that fake if the defense can you know, act like they don't know the ball's about to show up. You know, the, the quarterback can act like he ain't about to slide. But Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman, guys, gassing up last week. And I've been trying to be on Lake Forest's side all year um, through four picks in this game. It's <sighs> not going to win you, not going to win you AC
1: championship. I'll yeah, tell you that. Clearly, the, the, the common theme for this weekend is turnovers lose you games.
0: Mm-hmm. Georgia's turnovers
1: lost them a game. Baylor's or Oklahoma State's turnovers lost them a game. And I don't know if this one really lost in the game, but Sam Hartman ain't thrown done that all year long.
0: And you know it's crazy. This Wake Forest went up was up twenty one fourteen at the end of the first quarter. Didn't score a point after that. Crazy. Well,
1: you know, <laughs> I don't know. It is what it is. Wake had their run. They really score, folded score, at the end of the season.
0: I, I think they scored on their first. Look, it when the game started out touchdown, 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 missed field goal, touchdown. Wake Forest score on the first three drives. The next drive, interception, punt, punt, punt. Punt, 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 interception, interception, interception. Picks it. I don't know what the fuck happened, but.
1: (laughs) They had a meltdown, dude. I'm telling you not not used to the stage yeah maybe that's it i don't know i mean it's still a really good year for wake to even be in the acc championship knowing good and well at the beginning of the year nobody thought this would be your, your matchup but mm-hmm. you know it is what it is they gotta good protect Panthers. the ball a little bit better yeah how about that
0: um that that translates into the heisman talks so the heisman uh finals were just announced we've got kenny pickett Bryce Young, Hutchinson, C.J. Stroud. I said it earlier. I think it's pretty obvious Bryce Young's going to win it. I would probably assume they'll so – I'm just going to go in order of what I think the votes will be. Uh, Bryce Young, Pickett, Stroud, Hutchinson. I think that's probably how it will go. It's crazy. I think, like, if Georgia would have won the game, that Jordan Davis would have probably at least got the invite, especially if we tore up Bryce Young and things happened that way. But right. I think it's uh, pretty clear here. That's most as it is most seasons, uh, who's gonna win the Heisman and back to back Rama players. That's what I'm going with.
1: I would like to see somebody else other than a quarterback get it, but I, I don't think I think it's sold. Bryce Young won the Heisman after throwing for four hundred and twenty yards against a defense that looked like it was invincible, you know, and he's only a sophomore. He's coming back next year. <laughs> that's the <laughs> bad part. Yeah. He's gonna be back.
0: Did you know uh, J T Daniels and Bryce Young were at the same high school? They both the went the matter day. Yeah, and I think JT started over
1: Bryce. LMAO. And now what's happening?
0: How about it? And both were supposed to go to USC, too.
1: Or both won with the USC. Yeah, Bryce flipped whenever JT, or Bryce flipped the, on signing day. That was a year later, though. But, oh, man, I'm so tired of seeing Bama get, do Bama things. <laughs> you know, get all these accolades, be number one.
0: All they had to do was lose one of those games in the regular season. Really, I don't even think it would have mattered. I think, like, if a loss to Auburn – You lose
1: Auburn. Yeah, he's out. Because
0: I don't think – even if they win the game, I think it would be pretty hard. Because I think they would have sunk Bama pretty hard. Like, I think, like, if – let's say Bama loses to Auburn, it, like, they'd go from three to ten, nine, ten. You know, I think they would have sunk them pretty hard. You know, with two losses and then – but, you know, that's not how it went. But Bryce I mean, Young's going to win the one.
1: Yeah, and he, you know – He had a monster year, too. Yeah,
0: threw for over 4,000 yards. Yeah, 46
1: (laughs) touchdowns. Only had like four interceptions all year long, which is absolutely insane. On the other side, I'm sure we're probably in agreement that Pickett's going to finish second. He had 43 touchdowns. He set the ACC record for touchdown passes, and he threw for 4,300 yards, too. I don't know how many turnovers he had, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Looks like Bryce Young's going to get a chance at a Natty and a Heisman in the same year. And he gets to come back for a runabout year next year. So, that'll be great. Um, Miami. So, Caleb, how about it? I uh, was
0: the great finally. last week. It finally happened. They fired uh, Manny Diaz today, hired Mario Cristobal. Manny Diaz, do you see a statement? No, I have not seen it. Yeah, it said he was uh, pretty upset. Let's just say that it said uh, basically called out the school, said they ter- handled it pretty terribly, um, uh, which, you know, if I – heard the rumors over the past like week that i was gonna get fired and then it just took you know i had to keep waiting and waiting i'd probably get pretty pissed about how it was handled too i will say we're just talking about this whole thing uh colin cowherd said i saw one of his tweets the other day and it was just you know kind of talking about like what is are we sure like Miami are we supposed to actually treat Miami like a top job in college football um, you know and it's kind of I kind of see it like the USC thing like yeah but people are saying that it hasn't been that way in a long time but it could be if you know if you get the right thing going he's going to be in the ACC so things are probably going to be a little easier for him but he's also
1: going back home that's the big thing he's going back home he's from Miami yeah, I think he actually played at Miami, too, in, the like, the 80s whenever they were, like, really, really good. I think if I was Manny Diaz, I think I'd be a little bit more than upset, okay, because, I mean, this cat is probably out recruiting these last, like, three days, three or four days, and I've been saying he's going to get fired for, like, two weeks now. <laughs> two or yep. three weeks. Just saw the writing on the wall. thought Mario Cristobal would be easy done. They fired the athletic director trying to get somebody in. And actually, I think they're going to hire Clemson's athletic director. It's really? just going to happen. But how do you go out and recruit? Or how do you go and practice with your team or anything? I mean, is Miami not going to a bowl game? They are, yeah. They're going I've to played. a bowl game this year. He played. He had three seasons with this team. He didn't even get – most people say if you have a head coach, he needs four years. That way he can get his first recruiting class to be seniors – and then you can judge how good they are. Okay. Well, he had a stud quarterback come back this year for him. Got hurt very early in the season, and they finished the year five and one at the yeah, end. Yeah, they did. The they, they finished strong, super strong. Like they were dead in the water, and they finished super strong. They're definitely. But I then think- you're gonna leave this guy just hanging out dry for two weeks when everybody's rumbling about. Oh, there's not gonna be. There's a new coach. But then they're gonna hire a dude before they fire a dude, and they're gonna hand him eight, six, eight million dollars a year. I think it's a. This guy's still being paid. So, I mean, I, you know, it is what it is. Manny Diaz will find himself somewhere as an MDC. I would not be shocked if he ends up in Clemson next year since Venables left. Um, but we'll see. He's a really good defensive coach, too. I don't know how great of a recruiter he is. And obviously, he's had issues on offense. He's fired two coordinators, one of them was a QB coach at Alabama, and he is no longer on the premises because of such struggles that they've had on offense.
0: Mm, That is crazy. Um, But who knows? I mean, if Miami gets, you know, Miami's like, like I said, like that USC thing, you know, if you can get it to where it's supposed to be, it is the place to be. It's been a while since they've been there. And, you know, crazy thing, Mark Rick had that team a loss against Pitt away from uh, going to the playoff at one time,
1: so. Hopefully they'll be back, man. It, it At least Miami's hired two straight Miami guys. Like Diaz's dad was like mayor down there or something like that. Now Chris Ball's back. Um,
0: Diaz also, though, to... do you remember how Diaz's hiring went down? It was – he was the defensive coordinator. Yeah, he left, right? Then he left. Left to yeah, go somewhere? to Temple because that's when uh, Temple or Jeff Collins would attack. We'll have to go to Temple and stay there for like a week and then went back. Miami
1: yeah that's crazy (laughs) and they just fired him after three years (laughs) yeah there is no loyalty in this sport zero I'm telling you (laughs) but you know Miami Miami's got the potential like we're talking about USC the difference between USC and Miami is Miami doesn't have facilities right now but they're about to dump a ton of money into the program so maybe that's enticing. I mean, if they're spending $8 million a year on a coach, I think that says enough to what their intent is going forward. I mean, you look at all these teams, everybody, the better facilities you got, the better everything. The more money you put into your program, more than likely the more you're going to get out. Yeah. So hopefully they bring it back. It'd be exciting to see Miami to be good again, though, right? Like, that'd be, like, a really cool thing. It would be. It would be. Get that all, get all the powerhouses going. All right, let's yeah. head into
0: Let's head into the NFL. Start off. So, first, let's just go back to Thursday night real quick. Uh, Cowboys-Saints, uh, it, it's crazy. La- like, we obviously – really, the last three primetime games from the Browns-Ravens, that was awful, then the Seahawks football team, pretty awful, and then we had to watch the Cowboys-Saints, which was awful.
1: I mean, turnover, yeah, and after, then, turnover uh... after turnover after turnover. We also had the Broncos and Chiefs Sunday night game. That yeah. was the latest primetime. time. They've all been yeah. garbage.
0: Yeah. Taysom Hill can't really throw the ball. Yeah, Man. don't turn it over, buddy.
1: Well, even then, like
0: I get I know he has that finger problem, but I mean he couldn't throw the ball. I mean, he could not get the ball ten yards downfield. I mean and even before and he they, hurt his finger, he couldn't throw yeah, the ball. Another thing is like I didn't understand, like I remember one drive specifically, it was probably before they even had a touch, maybe no. But I remember it was like second half, they had ran the ball with him like four times in a row. And they had moved the ball probably good 30, 35 yards downfield. And then they just passed it four times in a row. Nothing happened. Like I think, they, I think, uh, yeah, Sean Payton or, yeah, Sean Payton was trying to get maybe a little too cute, maybe trying to open it up. Uh, I think they should have just, you know, ran the ball with Taysom Hill until they couldn't anymore. Because they weren't the do, or the Cowboys weren't stopping it, and even then, maybe you could get back, you could get it to Ingram when you needed to. I just think that they were trying to pass it too much. Uh, I think he threw the ball like almost 40 times, through three interceptions. I mean, the fourth Ridiculous. quarter lasted forever. I mean, the yeah, fourth quarter he threw three would picks not, in the damn quarter. Yeah, the fourth quarter would not end. Uh, Trayvon Diggs got two more interceptions. You know, that was a big discussion the next day. You know, do we look at this as a good Cowboys win? No, not really. I don't. I wouldn't say. Taysom Hill, 19 for 41, 264 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, four interceptions, um, but also ran the ball like I said, 11 times for
1: 101 yards.
0: Put him out back. Put him back there. Why? Uh, why don't you just put Simeon at quarterback and mm-hmm. then
1: put Taysom Hill behind? Yeah, that's not a bad idea, honestly. I think I'm with you. This is it's a win for Dallas, but I think New Orleans is in the crosshairs right now, dude. Like I think they. They're kind of a team that we're thinking, okay, well, they might be dead. I mean, they've already they've had a bunch of injuries to deal with this year. I mean, they're missing their best three players right now. You know, you talk about on offense, they, the three-headed monster they planned coming into the year, Jameis, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas has been a no-show. All oh, oh, year long, like last two years, mm-hmm. Kamara has ran the ball horribly this year. He's been a good pass catcher, but like his, if you look at the analytics on how he's running the ball, he's like getting less yards than expected almost. Compared to like Derrick Henry, he's getting like almost a yard or two more than expected almost run. So you got that. You got a quarterback that's dancing on crutches with a torn ACL, um, and this is what you get. You get five and seven, I guess. Um, good, good for Dallas. Good for Dan Quinn. Get another win under his belt against New yeah. Orleans. I'm truly yeah, starting
0: to think that uh, all Dan Quinn ever had to do was turn the hat around in Atlanta, and we probably would have.
1: Dude, that might have been the move. Honestly, I a... it looks good on him. <laughs> yeah, I loved how he was. Yeah,
0: had the headset on, and everything backwards hat. Falcons Bucks started out pretty nice. You know, Falcons mm-hmm. got on the board. Cordero had. 70 yards in the first half uh, we had a pick six on Brady with a defensive lineman um, game was close at half and in the second half offense stalled out but Tampa Bay really I mean only put up 10 points in the second half I didn't need to do much but just the Falcons fan they can't they cannot finish drives and that is that's been the thing for years now like they just they get the ball rolling it's literally like the same thing like every week you know like you'll be watching them We'll score, you know, Cordell will get in there. You know, something crazy will happen. You'll be close, and then just stall out. I mean, started the first started the first half with a fumble. You know, a few uh, eleven play, thirty-six yard drive. The next one, six minutes off the clock. I mean, eleven plays. Like you got to be moving the ball. You know, you, you're getting stalled out. Next play, three and out, or next drive, three and out. Next drive, seven plays, thirty-one yards, four minutes off the clock, stalled out. And then the end of the game, they almost scored, but it didn't really matter. And just that's the big thing, like. Yeah, Tom Brady diced this up. He did what he did. The Bucks are the Bucks, right? Through 38 completions. At the end of the day, I, Falcons really had a lot of chances to win. Uh, like be in this game.
1: Oh Matt yeah. Ryan,
0: Matt Ryan was 1,000%. sacked. Matt Ryan was sacked five times. Can't finish drives. Can't keep the quarterback up. I'm really just like at the point where you know really wish Jake was here. That like I don't know how they're gonna handle the Matt Ryan situation, but I just really don't like. It's see not it.
1: his fault. It's, like, it's not, not his, his
0: fault. And we, I like Matt Ryan. Don't get me wrong, but I just, I don't really see the point of him being there anymore. Like oh, I, just, no. mm-hmm. I just because
1: Ryan's on the wall, dude.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, like, go to every week. I mean, Cowan Ridley being out of this offense really fucks a lot of shit up, and Matt Ryan's been in a lot of situations. Kyle Pitts only has four catches. I don't know. Just It, it just seems like he deserves better, and we need a fresh start at this point, too, because mm-hmm. it, it, I don't think the offensive line is going to get drastically better um, over the next year or so. I think it'll probably stay the same before we start ever really seeing major improvement in it, and I think the – Big solution is you probably should go out there and get a quarterback that's going to be able to move a little bit, give you something. You're also going to need a fresh start too. I mean, this is what year 14, 15 for Matt Ryan. And you know, next week, you know, we might beat the Panthers, and I'll be back all in on everything. But for right now, just kind of, it kind of seems like it's time to figure something else out. I mean, we've got five wins, three of them by game-win field goals. I don't think we've won a game at home this year. It says no. no the only home win we have quote-unquote home is when we were in london i mean I, how do you i mean how can you not win at home
1: yeah mac yeah just for y'all's information okay mac jones has won two games in the last in the since matt ryan's won a game in mercedes-benz stadium he's won two in that stadium since then so you know take and do what you want to with that the main thing that i see out of atlanta though is like it's not a matt ryan problem he's played damn good all year long if Atlanta was, if their record was 8-4 and four or something like that right now, I think Matt Ryan would probably be your MVP of the league. Uh, truly. Yeah. They can't finish drives, though, because they have no red zone targets. like They have Kyle Pitts, and he's a rookie. You can't bank on that. Calvin Ridley, still sitting at the crib. Russell Gage had a day, but he's not really a red zone threat. Cordero, Cordero Patterson is the only dude on that team that's really like dynamic. And what he can do down there. And the Bucks are still the Bucks. Like, this is still probably your Super Bowl favorite out of all teams in the NFL right now. I, the main thing that shocked me about this game was Brady and the Bucks. They came out throwing the ball, dude. They were like, screw the run. We're just going to sling 15, it around.
0: 51 times.
1: Yeah, man. And they can just, they, do, they can just they, do what they want, though. You know, they can just. They can. Chris going
0: had 15 catches. 15. They went yep, to and, one and guy. Who
1: had, and who didn't start him in fantasy? Oh well, I mean, I just you know they have so many weapons, and AB is um, still not back. So whenever if not he comes that. back, whatever's going on there. Chargers, Bengals.
0: <laughs> this these are these are the two most confusing teams in the NFL. I'm telling like, straight you, straight up. Like straight up, like you can't get a read on either one of them. Like we all were talking about the Bengals last week. We all were on the Bengals. Jake was on the Chargers. Me and you. I mean, I thought this was easy. And and honestly, the game had so many swings, right? Like like the uh, the Chargers went up. I think they were up 24 nothing to start. And then the Bengals came rolling in back. It was 24-22. And then um, then the Chargers just finished it off real strong. I think they were, I think they had a pick six, that kind of sealed the deal. I just don't get it. Like there's really, I could sit here try to analyze everything. But, I mean, I just – sometimes the Chargers come out and look really good. Justin Herbert's on his game. You can't stop Eckler. Mike Williams shows up when he wants to. And then sometimes the Bengals just – they struggle. I mean, offensively, they still had a pretty good game. You know, they they had 356 yards, but they turned the ball over for – I mean, it was seven turnovers. So yeah,
1: that's think, crazy, dude. I think that's, like, the problem why we don't know if these teams are good enough. They turn the ball over too much. Both mm-hmm. of them do. Herbert has been turning the ball over like crazy here lately, and they couldn't hold him to the ball either. I, that was the main thing that I've reason why I thought Cincinnati lost. They gave it like a fumble – a big fumble return for a touchdown, if I'm not, or something like that. Something crazy. Jim Mixon fumbled. Yeah, they had a fumble, 61-yard fumble return, the Chargers did. And the game was 24-22 to 22 at that point. And then everything mm-hmm. went downhill very quickly. I mean, who's who so, game, I guess? They're both 7-5. Yeah. and five. They're both mingling around. I mean, the Chargers, I guess, are game behind in their division now. And since he's leading that division, they uh, you know,
0: game behind. They're they game back. And then this is the big thing. So the Chargers are Chargers. But then I start looking – actually, I'll wait for this until we get to the Ravens-Steelers. Um, but, yeah, what a game. game. What about it? This is the game of the week, though. Lions-Vikings. Lions-Vikings. How about Man it? Man
1: Campbell. Man How Campbell finally gets him done.
0: Walk off, tutty. They almost blew it. I mean, Detroit was up 20-6, to 6, a half. Kirk Cousins and the guys, you know, came back, did took the, took the lead, and then just left a guy sitting on an island in the end zone to, in the, on the last play of the game. Jared Goff, Dan Campbell, they get it done. Um, kind of gave me flashbacks of when the Lions beat the Falcons last year on the last play. Same thing, uh, but happy for the Lions. Glad they got it done. Played very good today. They are a tough team. They've lost a lot of games. I saw where the Lions are actually eight and two or eight and four against the spread this year. Um, so I mean, they're a tough team. Tough to tough to get rid of. They finally pulled one out, and it took the last literally the last breath they had. To get it done, but they did. Um, for the Vikings, really know what side I'm on with them because last week I'm talking about how good they are and how they really are just you know a few plays And realistically, I mean, still they haven't lost a game by more than a touchdown yet. Um, I mean, Justin Jefferson still had 182 yards receiving. Her cousin still threw for 340 yards, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Um, I mean, they gotta win Cook, these
1: games. Though. Dalvin Cook, thing. yeah,
0: Dalvin Cook had 22 carries for 90 yards, touchdown down cook uh, Madison uh, yeah it's got to be the defense like it's, it truly does because I just feel like their their offense is set up so well um their quarterback plays very efficient ball they have two great receivers um even their even their backup running back does what they need to do and even when they're starting or starting running backs in, I mean it's you know crazy um but the defense just sucks like I get and mike Zimmers supposed to be this big defensive minded guy and i mean that last play i mean that guy was sitting on an island in the end zone i mean there was nobody near him
1: yeah i don't know how you don't guard the goal line at the end of the game especially when it's fourth down oh man here's the deal though like I, you go back and look at these schedules we were talking about man minnesota is the best such and such team there's ever been whatever their record is i mean yeah they've won a lot of close games and lost a lot of close games but them, if detroit hasn't either i mean <laughs> when minnesota played them earlier in the year detroit only lost by two like it was that kind of game that was like a field goal type deal Another one. Good for Detroit, though. Finally, look. If you look, look at their schedule, though. All right, they had a bad loss to Philly. They before they got beat, blown out by Philly. They were 0 and seven. Okay. Well, they moved to 0 and eight after getting beat 44 to six. And before that, they had lost two one possession games. Ever since then, they tie. They lose by three. They lose by two on Thanksgiving, which was brutal. And now they finally pulled it off.
0: And they remember the game they lost like, on the Justin Tucker? like
1: Yeah, on the th- he- record-breaking field goal against Baltimore.
0: Yeah, they hit the literally...
1: That was week three. They exactly. lost to San Francisco by eight in the first game of the season. Lost on the, a record-breaking field goal week three. Lost to Minnesota on a field goal week five. Only got beat by the Rams by nine. Got blown out by Philly. And then they played the last... The score spread between... they've. They have lost their last two games by 5 points total.
0: They cover, man.
1: They do cover. They Everybody know. thinks like like Detroit is bad, but they stay they get in games. They're tough. They're
0: they're not the I worst team in the league.
1: They're not. They're not. I don't I don't even know who would be. Let me go look at the standings, but <laughs> they're not like just a catastrophe of a team. I tell you they don't have a quarterback. I mean, I think that's still the case but um you know they find ways to be in games i don't know if it's their coaching or what that's right. off of them though,
0: giants dolphins dolphins have won five straight yes games. bro one and seven now six and seven um, and two, two has two, been playing good two has been playing great through four through it and through about 41 times there was that crazy fake out play he had another guy that's been playing insane Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle becoming the guy. Let me tell you his last few games. Um, well, I, I guess his last three games: eight catches for 65 yards on nine targets; uh, nine catches for n- nine catches on 10 targets for 137 yards and a touchdown. And then last game, nine catches for, for on 11 targets on 90 yards. Uh, he is really like starting to become the guy for Tua, which makes sense. Went to college together. Um, defense has been playing insane. I have them on fantasy, and you know my season's over, but. They gave me a hell of a run at the end. I mean, they've, they've given up the last four weeks 10, 17, 10, 9. And the week before that, they only gave up 9. And that was, look, this is the turnaround that they've had, right? They they started, this was what they were giving up. They beat New England, right? That was a, when they were 1 0, gave up 16. Then the next few games, 35, 29, 27, 45, 23, 30, um, 26. And then in the last four, uh, last five, haven't given up over 17 points a game. It made a huge difference. And I, I think they're sneaky because their schedule is dumb easy. For the Giants, Mike Glennon. If you, if you, I mean, people, you know, Dan, Danny Dimes doesn't do anything crazy, but he's definitely better than Mike Glennon. Um, Saquon. The, people were kind of giving Saquon a hard time. I mean, he still had 11 carries for 55 yards in this game. I mean, that's pretty efficient, um, five yards yeah. carry. There is the rumor now, have you seen that, Um, If Daniel Jones doesn't come back Because I think Glennon's in concussion He's
1: not going to be back That actually came out today He's not going to be back this week So,
0: Daniel Jones will not be back So, Jake Fromm Starting for the Giants this week How about it? Dude,
1: I think I might actually Watch the Giants Dare I say Watch the Giants this week Yeah Just because I want to see How it goes You know what (laughs) I mean? Like We had not seen him in NFL action I mean, he's going to have A tall task out there, buddy They're already And having issues. I mean, he's going to have Saquon back there. That'll be cool, but yeah, that's going to be rough. Uh, Good luck for him. Who are they playing? Uh, Let's see. The Chargers. Nice. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, Yeah, that'll be fun. The the Dolphins, though, let them keep rolling, baby. Honestly, um, AFC East. I mean, uh, maybe they got a shot. There's a good game on right now. Holy Mm. cow, this end is crazy. By the way, let me just say, people, if, if once you tune in, you'll see. Yeah, I'm watching the punt yeah. right
0: now. <laughs> Did you opening- see the video of the uh, guy kick? There was a uh, PFT put a video out of some like the Bills, one of the kickers, the kick trying to kick like a 37 yard field goal, and the and he oh, yeah, kicked it and that. the ball just went straight right. It's in my <laughs> likes. It's in my likes on Twitter. It was PFT tweeted great. it out. PFT, but it's in my likes, so you can probably see. We it.
1: are missing an upright rack flag in Buffalo. That's his latest tweet. The flag off of the ex- the. Field goals literally blew off. Yeah. Brazy weather. But maybe Brian Forbes no, is no, turning. But, uh, the- hold but- on, hold on. I'll send I'll send it to you. It was Sports Sportsbook that tweeted it. Dude, that's a good page on Twitter. I was looking I was on that Dude, watch oh, that. This is it this is on PFT's page. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Dude, how could you even make that? That is crazy. Oh my gosh. So we're
0: all on the pats and the under. Shout out Jake, the guy that takes the opposite and then doesn't even do the pod. Whatever. Um, yeah.
1: All right. There's a lock on a game like this. It's not snowing though, so there's that. Sl- I thought it was gonna be a blizzard.
0: So the Ravens Steelers. I just really want to talk about this game. Thought Ravens was gonna win the entire time. Um, Steelers had two big drives in the fourth quarter. It was ten to three in this fourth quarter, and they went winning this game twenty to nineteen. So seventeen points in the. Um, fourth quarter with a mixed missed extra point, by the way. The big takeaway from this game, obviously T.J. Watt's a beast, and he is literally the biggest difference maker probably in football, um, in my opinion, and it's crazy. Me and, Him and Aaron Donald are in a world of their own, dude. He and Jake before the season saying we didn't think T.J. Watt was a top-ten player in the league, totally wrong. Um, but my big takeaway take from this game, I'm off the Ravens. I'm officially off the Ravens. No Raven. way. I'm off of them and let me tell you why Right, this game was in their hands they should have won it they you know went for two they honestly probably should have got the two-point conversion if they just executed the play correctly but i mean they should never this game should have never been close i mean it i mean they had way too many opportunities to put this game away and let me let me just tell you about the baltimore ravens season right they lose week one to the raiders in a game where they had to come back do all that crazy stuff they beat the chiefs week two when the chiefs weren't not doing their thing, gave up 36 points, things they would not be doing. They went on the crazy field goal against the Lions. They beat the Broncos 23-7, whatever. They beat the Colts 31-25. They beat the shit out of the Chargers. All right, fine. Then they go on this run, and it's really been the last five weeks, six weeks. Lost to the Bengals, got smoked 41-17. Beat the Vikings in overtime, again, Justin Tucker. Um, Lose to the Dolphins, like handily. Yeah,
1: that was was a brutal game. Had nothing to do.
0: Bears, they win 16-13. Justin Tucker, uh, Browns sixteen ten. Justin Tucker, and they lose this game. Like I truly think, if the Ravens did not have Justin Tucker, they would be four and eight. Like I'm, I'm truly starting to believe that because they've been in so many close games. Yes, they win all these games despite all their injuries, but I can't I,
1: finish drives, I, dude. Dude, that, I, they, that's chronic.
0: I truly think, and Lamar really does turn the ball over too much. Like he really yeah, does. He really does. And I'm just off of him. Like I think the Ravens are still probably gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna find ways to win games. Uh, but I don't. You know, earlier I was saying the Ravens were my Super Bowl favorite. I'm off of it. I'm not. I'm off of it. Take me off. I'm not. I don't think the Ravens are gonna win the Super Bowl until they're gonna get to the Super Bowl. I just don't think. Um, I think once you get in the playoffs and you're playing those really good teams, they're going to take advantage of the mistakes that the Ravens seem to make. Every single game, and you know they overcome a lot of them um, because of their kicker. Like I truly think Justin Tucker is the most valuable person on that team.
1: At this he point. is the best kicker in football. There's no question about it and he has been for years and that keeps him in a lot of games but like Baltimore just cannot finish drives and that offense is starting to be picked up on like coaches catch on they're not dumb but if somebody's going to find a way to stop it eventually and they play down to their opponents routinely and you know I don't know if they're really like their roster is it that great I don't know I mean they the I, I don't think their lines nearly as good as it used to be I mean they traded away Orlando Brown to the uh, Chiefs Chiefs and you know they hadn't really been able to run the ball as year like Lamar I don't know how many hundred yard games he's had but it used to be like that was a guarantee almost and had one of those recently and he turns the ball over way too much he literally said in his press conference last week when last week he threw four picks and he said I'm playing like a rookie Uh, yeah I would agree with that nobody nobody is turning over the ball as much as him and Pat Mahomes are in football Mm -hmm. right now yeah Fact. And that you know they play flashy, they look cool when they play, but dude, they do not take care of the ball, and they they can lose games. That's the main thing. They're, I, you know, I I I'm a, I think I'm with you though. But I, it's such a week to week league, and there's still what is there five more weeks left, six more weeks left. Yeah, five. I mean, I I think I'm kind of with you. Teams are about who they are, who we think they are, right around this time of the year. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and they're Chiefs, not gonna
1: get much healthier.
0: The Chiefs, Broncos. Yeah, they're not getting healthier at all. They just lost Marlon Humphrey today. Uh, Chiefs-Broncos, this is a nightcap. Uh, another ugly game. You know, the Broncos have a good defense, but I'm really at the point where, like, damn, they gave Patrick Mahomes $500 million. Right. 15, 15 for 29, 184 yards in a pick. No touchdowns. Um, The Chiefs' defense has made an insane turnaround, obviously, and it's literally the reason they're winning games because – this offense, horrid right now. It, it really is. Like the la- I mean, they. Besides the Raiders, okay, last five games, 20-17 against the Giants in a game they almost lost. Uh, Packers thirteen to seven, and that was at home. It's not like it was in Lambeau. Packers have a good defense, let me be wrong, but you also, I mean, thirteen points for five hundred million dollars. And the Raiders, they smoked the Raiders, but division rival, whatever. You probably got their numbers. Right Mahomes'
1: right. only good game this year, like truly good game, and, and then other Cowboy- than the first week.
0: Cowboys, they get 19, and then this week they get 22. Seven are off of pick six. I'm just, I, that's another team that I'm just like, what's going on? Like, the defense is holding it down right now, and, you know, probably in the playoffs, you know, Arrowhead, that's the place to be, and things get tied in the playoffs and, you know, things like that. But I just, I don't know. I'm really just, I'm getting iffy vibes from a lot of teams. It's like, I can't, I can't tell what the Chargers and Bengals are. I really wanted the Bengals to be the team. Can't tell what they are. Um, psh- the, te- the Chiefs don't look that great. The Ravens don't look that great. And really, honestly, like, the only team that I sit here and I look at the AFC and think, like, oh, that team's kind of dangerous, besides the Patriots, but the Colts. Like, I think the Colts, you know, regardless of their record, they've been they playing play the best football. They've been playing the best football over the past month or so. I think out of anybody in the AFC besides the Patriots, because I, uh, maybe Titans, longer than
1: that. I mean, they've won a ton of games right here in this. Yeah. Like,
0: I mean, they started zero so right, and three. seven. They're seven
1: six. Teams. Those three losses all by one possession. Tennessee's hanging on by a thread. The AFC is gonna still. It's gonna come down to Kansas City. If Kansas City's defense stays on this run, I mean. We can't ignore that now. Like if they stay doing what they're doing, that's probably your AFC team. Until you, it's going to be between them and New England. Those are two best defenses in football, probably this year, to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. Baltimore can't be that. Cincy, where that division is just so like, what the fuck? The man. AFC North. Like, Tell
0: me who's the best team in the AFC North.
1: That division is so what the fuck. I I think it's Cincy, but their roster is bad and they lose games they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, is, like, the offense is really good, and the only way they lose is if they turn the ball over, which is what happened this week.
0: And the thing is, is, like, I was trying to make a point today where I was trying to say, yeah, he's the best, you know, he's the best team because they beat everybody. Well, they they got smoked by the Browns this year. They smoked the Steelers and the Ravens, but they got smoked by the Browns. I mean, that division, realistically, the Ravens could have put that division away last night, and they didn't. So that vision's wide open with the Steelers having a Thursday night game. Uh, Just one thing about the Broncos, though, good defense. um, John Devontae Williams was having himself a day, but he was about the only guy they were throwing it to. Jerry Judy drops the ball a little too much, uh, and yeah, Tabor So What is
1: Tyreek Hill? Have mm-hmm. you noticed that Tyreek Hill drops a lot of balls, dude? I, th- I feel like these had at least four or five interceptions for my homes this year. Like, we talk about how many turnovers he's had, but Tyreek Hill has helped him in about three or four of them. I'm I guarantee you that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Judy too, like he's what happened. Like he wasn't like this. And I don't know if it's. It may be a quarterback thing. You know, he's not getting thrown to by Tua, who probably throws. I mean, you look at him. Probably throws Mm -hmm. one more catchable balls in the NFL. I mean, I guess that may be a thing. You know, it's a tight race, man. It's so weird. The AFC is so weird because there's only. How many teams have a losing record in the AFC? Three. Houston, no, Jack- four. Houston, Jacksonville, the Jets, and the Dolphins. And the Dolphins are on a five-game win streak. Those mm-hmm. are the only teams with losing records. Everybody in it. See, that, another thing, too. All right. So all these teams, AFC is all com- muddled. It's wide open. Then you look at the NFC and it's super top heavy. Like you got Arizona, Tampa, the Rams, Green Bay, and Dallas. Right. Like that's where that's where we're at. Yeah. Exactly. And San Francisco is like, and the football team are knocking on Dallas's door. The last couple playoff spots. I mean, yeah. Right now, San Francisco and Washington are tied for the last playoff spot in the NFC.
0: The NFC is insanely top heavy. Like
1: the Falcons, five and seven,
0: very much in the hunt. One game out.
1: And they beat some teams that are rolling right now. Yeah, know? exactly. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Deep Shot Podcast, episode 50. Any last words?
1: Uh, shout out Brent Venables for going back home. That's another one. Yeah, Brent Venables to Oklahoma. Uh,
0: the uh, Snapchat from Venables' son turns out to be true. Is Gluck yep. Gluck going?
1: That's, mm, uh, yeah. I bet you his son goes. Mm, by maybe that. Gluck, Gluck goes with well. him. Was
0: it, is Venables a quarterback?
1: No, he was a linebacker. He actually played last year, too kind of weird. I I wonder what's going to happen there. It's going to be so weird not to see Venables in that bright ass yellow hat on yeah. Clemson sideline anymore.
0: Boomer, did you see his uh video when he was on the plane? He would put his hat on and he was just like, "Oh,
1: fits right. If it's right." Boomer.
0: And then he put the <laughs> down. That's it. up. All right, Deep Shot Podcast episode 50. Sign out.
1: See ya.